Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Yeah. What's up, family? It's the Playmaker Podcast. This is episode 17. I'm going to call it the Jeremy Lin edition. Um, I have a special guest because my co-host Nikita isn't here today. She's in Chicago. Um, I hope she ha- she's having a good time uh, with her family. Um, but I'm going to hold it down here and I got my special guest. He's been on, if you guys been listening since the nightly sports and culture days, I had him on back in the day. Um, I have Ryan Stokeland here with me. Welcome, Ryan. What's up, Ryan? It's good to be here. You know, I'm excited for the Playmaker Podcast. I want to thank you for allowing me to come on this new edition um, and just seeing your overall growth, man. I'm proud of you, brother. Wow, that's amazing. I almost like, nah, I didn't shut a tear. But um, I appreciate you coming. I I know I was a little late. Um, yeah, I've been trying to get. I thought he, for I a thought while. he was on Color People time, but he was actually here on time. Yeah. Um, he went to the wrong house, saw a different type of dog in there. He said, whose dog is this? I said, uh, I think you're at the wrong house. But, Very embarrassing, <laughs> to say the least. But um, yeah, but seriously, um, appreciate you for coming out here. You didn't have to. Um, I'm just glad you're here. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, definitely talk about some NBA. But first, Ryan has a tournament coming up uh, next weekend. And we're just going to talk about your tournament and what, what was your motivation, what's your purpose of having it, and uh, what do you think you're going to get out of it. So, what's your tournament? <clears throat> yeah, so this next upcoming weekend, um, August 3rd and the 4th, um, in Harford County, Maryland, Hoop Impact, which uh, we actually founded together, Reg, with some more family members and friends. Uh, we're hosting our second uh, adult charity basketball tournament. This tournament is going to be, you know, like I said, it's an adult tournament, so it's geared for the adults. But it's a hopefully it's, it's going to be a, a community wide event where spectators are going to come, family members are going to come, vendors are going to come. You'll be present there, and um, all this is going to go to giving back to our community, more specifically, you know, the youth in the community, and um, set up a scholarship fund named after my grandfather. Joseph E. Kearney, um, to give the upcoming class of 2020 uh, just an opportunity just to better themselves. So that's it. You know, we're just going not not to uh, kind of belittle it, but that's what we're trying to do. Just have a good weekend fun event where we're giving back to the upcoming class, senior class of t- 2020. 
Yeah, I, I appreciate what you're doing for the community. And uh, I actually played in it last year. Um, a couple of the guys played in it. Uh, I did okay. You did uh, you were lit. You were okay, lit. Okay. You were lit. I got. I'm not. And I would never give you credit, but that. Wow. Yeah, you were kind of lit that that tournament. I'm not even gonna lie. But uh, this year, I'll, I'll be there Saturday, so you'll see me there if you're tuning into this. I'll be there Saturday. I'll be repping the podcast. Um, I'll be taking some videos and uh, getting some highlights and just enjoying the vibe because that's what it really is. It's a vibe uh-huh. for uh, adults to come out. Uh, have a good time, play some basketball, watch some basketball, and just uh, support Ryan as well because a lot of people talk about doing things for the community. As yeah. we said before, we got on air, but uh, most people don't do it. And you're one of the people who continues to reach out to your community, even though you don't live in Maryland anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you still go back and, and do what needs to be done. And uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate you for doing that. Um, and, and, and that's big time. Some people don't say it. Some people may not tell you, but that's really big time. I appreciate that, man. And just like, you know, even with you and our other college friends who came down for Hoop Impact and giving back to a community that you didn't even grow up in. And um, it's the same as me going back home to give back to my community. And when you see what's going on in Baltimore City and the surrounding areas, it's it's a little crazy just seeing life after life being taken and, um, you know, earlier during this year, we saw, like, one of the most popular rappers of our generation, Nipsey H- Hussle, his life being taken. So, you know, you see all this stuff, and it's just like, you know, we can't stand by anymore. You know, when you see what's going on in your community, and then you're seeing, like, philanthropists and entrepreneurs, their life being taken for trying to do the right, right thing. You know, I just, I felt as though at this point, even with Playmaker Podcast, it's just like, you know, the, the torch is being, you know, given to the next generation or the next people who can take it and we just got to take it without looking for like partnerships or like those people who want to just talk about you know giving back to the community community or being woke and not doing anything i i've always said to myself i never said this publicly but it's nothing worse than being woke and lazy you know i'm tired of people saying like you know they're woke or professing that they're woke and woke woke but they're not doing anything besides complaining or talk about being woke on social media versus going out in their community and trying to, you know, uplift their community. Right. And to expand on that, um, a lot of people have podcasts. They have different type of things they do for the community and whatnot. Um, With this podcast, personally, I'm not, I mean, I hope it comes, but I'm not looking for sponsorships. I'm not looking for any income. Um, This is just something I like to do. I feel like this is bringing me closer to my purpose in life and, um, what we do, we talk about sports, we talk about culture, but we also try to uh, just uplift the community. Um, mm-hmm. We showcase people who th- doing great things in the community, whether we make Playmakers of the Week or we post it on our social media page. Yeah. Um, we always try to showcase the good that's going on, specifically in Trenton, New Jersey, which is, like you say, your community isn't the best. And a lot of people know Trenton isn't the best either. Uh, right. It's a lot. It's more bad than good, but it's a lot of good as well. And that's what we try to do. We try to uplift the community, showcase the what with whatever they do, whether it's uh, book bag giveaways, uh, sporting camps, mm-hmm. uh, camps in general, um, just anything that's uplifting the community and that's doing good for the community. Because 
and the newspapers on the news, all you see is the bad, the shootings, yeah. the violence, the gangs, Most the definitely. drugs, and uh, we're trying to bring the good out of the community because we got to get rid of that negative stereotype of our communities and where we live because yeah. it's, it's a lot of good going on, but it, the the bad outweighs it and we, we have to change that. And I'm glad for what you're doing. I'm I'm happy for the, the route I'm taking with this podcast mm-hmm. and also Kita. Um, and I'm just, I'm just glad you came to talk about your background, your, your camp, your tournament and everything that, that you stand for. And I'm just glad you're here. And it's crazy, man. Like, you know, a lot, I don't know how much you disclose to your, your listeners and your viewers, but you know, just looking up, looking at our upbringing. Yeah. We came from well-knit families. Well, you know, well-knit upbringings and, you know, loving parents, you know, loving, supporting cast. Uh, but we had different trials and tribulations that kind of expanded our view on on life and just giving back to the community. Um, you know, Rares probably didn't tell y'all that, you know, he was held at gunpoint one time on New Year's. And then, like, myself, you know, we, we went through a shooting incident. So, and I took those experiences because they, they were, like, back-to-back. And I took those experiences and just thought about it where, you know, those individuals who did stuff to us, they came from some community where they probably felt like they were being told what they can't do or, you know, they were less than. And I just hope that, you know, we can inspire the next generation to let them know that you, you're more than a conqueror. You can do anything that you put your mind to if you just focus. And that's why I like, I I encourage, you know, my friends and even myself to do what we're trying to do within our community. And I see, you know, the Playmaker podcast on social media, you know, every time you all post and your posts be, you know, very motivational for me, you know, even if you don't see, you know, people that you thought would support you, they're not trying to, they're not the first one to support you. But whatever you try to do, like just keep your head on straight and just know your goal and know what, you know, for me, what God has told, you know, you can do. So, yeah, man, I, I really appreciate this. And like, we come from the same background. We we shared a lot of experiences together where we had to go through them together, like war. Um, like we're like soldiers together on the battlefield, but we just went out on the battlefield. So, I'm proud of you, man, and I, I love this podcast. I listen to it every episode that's uploaded on my way to work when I was going to school and uh, stuff of that nature. Yeah, and uh, real quick, Mom, I know that's your first time hearing it. If you're listening, yes, I was told that. Oh, point. It's all good. Oh, right? damn. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I just think it, it was it was best that we didn't tell you because we know... That was tough. Uh, just women and mothers... Especially uh, take that a different type of way. Um, it was just a a battle that I had to go through. I didn't have to go through, but I went through and uh, and I overcame it. Um, I did tell my pop, but that's what you. I think that's what who I should have told. Yeah. And uh, but now if you listen, I'm sure you're going to listen. Um, yeah, that happened, but I'm still here, and that's all that matters. Uh, we learn from it. That's all you can do. You learn. Where, where, and where not to go. Uh, and I, I probably won't go back to where I was. I'm not going to name the place I was at, but yeah, um, I'll stay. I stay away from those areas because it's, it's nothing. It's not too much good going on where I was. But uh, I was in college. I was, I was just having a good time, and you live and you learn. That's, and that's all it was. Um, and so yeah, mom, I'm sorry I didn't tell you back in the day. But I'm uh, sorry, Miss Victoria. Yeah, I'm sorry for Ryan too. Uh, he cut me off guard with that one, but it's all good. This is off it's the script, good. you know it's what I'm saying? Good. But like Ryan said, like bro, like like you said, you know, 
obviously Mom Dukes is going to feel some type of way. But, you know, like, we both learn from our situations. And honestly, at the time, that made our friendship stronger. And that just made us, <clears throat> excuse me, that just made us, you know, better overall men, you know. And that kind of opened up our, you know, point of view on the, the world that we live in today. And it's sad that we have to say that we can't go to a certain area and and, and whatnot. And that, that just goes to show that there's certain areas that need love and, and, and help and somebody to get back to them. So... For all those who live in our inner cities, like Trenton, Philly, Baltimore, New York, or the whole different parts of yeah, the whole tri state, like, I mean, just give back as much as you can. You, it, it goes a long way when you look at what you can do in your backyard before you start thinking about, like, oh, what's going on in the next area or, like, the next area. Just, just handle what you can handle. And I believe, I'm a firm believer that, you know, people, you know, jump on when they start seeing that, you know, effective change is happening. Yeah, and again, our purpose is for those type of people who may not think they have anything to live for because the people who did that to us and who did that to me probably don't have a purpose in life and they feel like they're they're at their lowest and nobody's yeah. really looking out for them or care about them. And so they, they take matters into, into their own hands, which in turn turns to violence. Yeah. And, uh, that's what it usually turns to when people don't have family looking out for own parents, uh, guardians, and that's what they turn to. They turn to violence. They they rob people um, because they feel less of themselves. Not they may not mean it. They may be good people at heart, but this the situation they're in. They're put in a situation where they either, they gotta live or die. And yeah. They'd rather live before they die. Anyway. Yeah. So they they'll hurt hurt or harm other people in that matter because they have nothing to live for feel like they have nothing to live for and that's the purpose of this podcast to let people know that like it's more to life than just violence uh gangs all that type of negativity it's more it's more to it it's so many things you can do in life you can be a mentor to a kid in your mm -hmm. community um tell them what to not, not to do because you've been through it already and yeah there's a lot there's a lot that I want to do with this podcast and I'm starting to scratch the surface with it. Um, I put the motivational quotes on the Instagram page just to help mm -hmm. one person. If I could help one person, that's all that's I need. All I need. Um, but yeah, I, I'm glad you mentioned that you get motivation from those posts because like I said before, everybody, don't, they don't tell you that they, they appreciate it but yeah. i know i know at least one person appreciates it and that's all that matters i, I don't need to be motivating a hundred people or even 10 people as long as I, I get to one person and it helps one person that's i did my job for the yeah. day and um and i'll tell you something else too right it's like even with our efforts um with hoop impact was like we said earlier we started hoop impact together in my community and it was a <clears throat> it was a very shocking and an awing moment for me where I went back to my community. One of my athletic director at my high school, he hit me up saying like, hey man, I just want you to meet up with one of your campers because like, you know, they, they've been going through some things. And it's just like, you know, we preach three things at Hoop Impact. We, pre we preach, you know, staying drug free, um, also staying out of gangs, and the importance of a good education, and then fundamental basketball. And, you know, one of the, the best players at our camp, uh, I'm not going to say his name right now, but one of the best players on our camp, he got caught up in gangs, you know, and then he ultimately was at the wrong place at the wrong time in the wrong situation where he had a gun 
he has now a gun record on his record, like a mm-hmm. gun charge on his record. And his little brother is going through something right now who also went through our camp. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, what I'm saying all that to say, like, Hoop Impact, we've been we've been happy to announce, like, different campers who came through our, our basketball clinic who who are valedictorians, um, you know, who went on to good, doing good things, full-ride scholarships to colleges. But then we also have to know that you know, there's also going to be times where everybody might not get your message right then and there. You might have to do a little dig, digging to help those out. So um, I just wanted to sh- share that with you because, like, that was a little discouraging because I, you know, I was talking to him like, hey, man, what's up with you? Like, you were getting the same lessons that we was teaching everybody else. But his background was definitely harder than certain other uh, campers in the, um, that went to our camp. So, um that had to, like, I had, that was, like, the first, like, not smack in the face, but wake-up call, even with going back to the community, that everybody's not going to get the message, you know, for the, the face value. Sometimes you just got to dig a little deeper, and that one, you know, hit me hard. Yeah, a lot of people don't get the message right when you say it. It, it takes them a while um, to actually think about it, process what, what was said, and then take action on on the advice. Um but once again, guys, Ryan is having a tournament mm-hmm. next weekend in Hartford County at Joplin High School. Get your teams. Get your teams. Like I said, I'll be there Saturday. I'll have the camera out, so don't get don't get crossed over. Don't get dunked on um, be because it, it will be on there. And i also bring some shirts that will be available um, to sell, and I'm also giving some shirts to Ryan to give to the, the best hoopers that played yeah. this weekend or next weekend. Um, so bring your A game, uh, come out and support if, if you're in the area. Um, like I said, I'll be there and just support Ryan and support a good cause. Um, because community is, is, that's what matters the most. Wherever you're from, give back to it because, uh, like, like we said at the beginning of the show, a lot of people talk about giving back to the community, but that's all it is, is talk, not people Nobody, not not many people take action on what they're talking about. So let's talk more actions. That's what I like to say. Uh, once again, Ryan, thank you for doing that for your community. You've been doing it for a while, going back to the Hoop Impact days. Uh, but yeah, we appreciate that. Um, and now we're going to go into some sports talk. Um, this is what I really came here for. So what you want to talk about? What you so, want to talk about? I just want the people to know that we philosophically have differences when it comes to this game of basketball. And, you know, that's okay because it's sports, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Going back to, like, when LeBron made the first super team and then everybody tried to kind of, like, you know, water that down. Like, he wasn't the first originator of making players making super teams. And then and when I gave KD the benefit of, benefit of the doubt and you don't, you actually are – Again, you was against the Warriors only because of KD and that whole ordeal. And now I'm laughing because Kawhi Leonard decided to go to a team in L.A. to beat the so-called king and their next door neighbors. So, like, I think this is all funny and I'm, I'm a little bit hyped now. But this is why I came. So we can discuss our philosophical differences. We have a few. Um, it, it depends Wait, on before, you, before you go on. I, I'm no expert. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. have. I'm not an insider. I don't have yeah. sources like everybody yeah. said. They have sources. Mm-hmm. But on the interview, Kawhi said, 
She, he was interviewing with Rachel Nichols. Yeah. Paul George is right next to him. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know what she asked him. I'm pretty sure she asked, like, why did you choose the Clippers over the Lakers? Mm-hmm. And his response was, I was really, really close to picking the Lakers, but Paul, I, I was able to get Paul George to come. Now, I think Kawhi Leonard is very polished as far as public speaking. I don't, like, I don't like how he public speaks. But. Well, what I'm t- what I'm saying is he's not going to say anything that's a okay. that's controversial. Okay, okay, you okay. know, he's not going to be like KD when KD said, you know, it, it, it it's pretty much a circus show if you were to team up with LeBron. And which ultimately hurt LeBron's soft feelings. Listen, everybody, I just want to, I just want to clear the air. I am not a LeBron hater. I am, you know, objective to LeBron and his fans. That's all. So in that interview, I, I would ask you this question. Knowing what you know about that interview, I would ask you this. If you're Kawhi Leonard, a two-time MVP finalist, and I actually discredit those MVP finalists, but hey. Who am I? But if you're Kawhi Leonard and you're at the top of your game, would you go with another superstar player who's on the decline and you will possibly win and you will do all the work just so he can get all the credit? Because that's what would happen. If he was to play with LeBron, I feel as though LeBron would get all the credit, even though Kawhi would do most of the work. And we're not about to do that. I think that's what that's what ultimately swayed. I think Kawhi Leonard was never going to go to L.A. I think it was really out of the clip, no, the Lakers. I think he was going to go to the Lakers, um, L.A., but never the Lakers. I think it was really out of the Clippers and Toronto. If you ask me, what what superstar is on on the decline? I don't know what you're talking about. LeBron. Mm-hmm. LeBron is obviously and and, and yeah. it's and it's okay for LeBron. No, nah, he's fans. not though. He is he's not as he's not as good as he was. So, so that's maybe, a decline, okay, right? Yeah, yeah. That's a decline, right? He's still already twenty five. But listen, what I'm saying is, LeBron was actually putting up some pretty good numbers. But I feel as though there's certain things that he just cannot do in the West. Number one, that he could do in the East because of the level of competition. So I like you know LeBron was trying to carry. First of all, you you know my critique on him. He tries to carry the load instead of actually making his players better. You know, he doesn't know how to be a, a an effective leader to, like, demand greatness. So, he was trying to carry the load, and that kind of caught up to him. Injuries. Now, you can't do that in the West. And I, I think that's what, decline, when I'm seeing decline, that, like, that is a big part of it. And Kawhi seen that, he was like, I'm not going to that. He played the, he played the game effectively. Had everybody, he always said, I want to go to L.A. He never said, I want to go to the Lakers. And I think Lakers fans, you all played yourself. No, 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 no! Stop! I think, stop, stop, he, stop, I think stop. Laker, Laker fans really played themselves, bro. He wasn't going. He wasn't going back to Toronto. That's just my speculation. And um, I Clippers. He only went there because of Paul. They were able to trade for Paul George. If Paul George wasn't traded for, he would have went to the Lakers, bro. No, no, I. You know what? I actually disagree because the Clippers have one of the best. Owners in the game as far as players' uh, perception of them. And then I think they have, you know, Doc Rivers, who is one of the most energetic, um, educated, intelligent coaches in the game and relatable coaches in the game. And then they got that bad boy as an advisor. Yeah. Who should be in L.A. right now. 
if we want to be real. So Lakers. I mean, yeah, he should be with the Lakers. My fault. He should be with the Lakers if we want to be real. But he just makes a franchise. So I feel as though with all those components, I feel as though he was always going to go to the Clippers. Because even if Paul George didn't go, he had a front office that he could be confident in to bring superstars. And then that's just a front office. We're forgetting he got he had Pat Bev to be, you know, coaching listen, 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 And listen, listen, listen. don't get me started on Lil Will. Listen, I understand the front office. That was, that, those were great points. But I think he just wanted another superstar. Like, Pat Bev, he, he's a superstar in what he does. Yeah. No intimidation and, yeah, yeah, and defense. defense. You got Lou Will, who's, you know, he, he can star on any team. But he can he can potentially be an all-star. He's, he's a superstar in that six-man role. He's he's the best six-man ever. That it's, I've ever seen. It's yeah. not debatable. Um. But I think he wanted another superstar. So I don't think he would have went there based off the front office and the Pat players Bev and Lou Will. I think I got because if you look at it, they're a good team. But I, I don't they, think he like the, the Clippers should have never been in contest with a healthy Golden State Warriors team, and they were. And if you just theoretically add Kawhi on that team, they're easily going to go to the Western Conference Finals, just as. You know, the team that they had and adding Kawhi on. So I feel as though, you know, yeah, having another superstar was good. But I really, really, in my like in my heart of hearts, just knowing this game and just like kind of figuring out who Kawhi is, I think he was gonna go there regardless. But I will say this, if and I made the status on Facebook, and we you made you, a lot of status on and Facebook. And you and you put this in our group chat. I always do. If Kawhi would have went to the Lakers, that would have been the weakest move in NBA history. The weakest. Wait, move. say that one more time. I'm sorry. If Kawhi, mm-hmm. let me slow down. Mm-hmm. If Kawhi would have went to the Los Angeles Lakers with AD and LeBron, that would have been the weakest move I've ever seen in NBA history. Ever, ever seen. Weaker than KD, and then weaker than LeBron. Weaker than KD. Weaker than KD. Why? I'm I'm glad you asked. Because, <laughs> brother, we cannot change the narrative on this situation. The narrative is. If you make a super team, that's a weak move. If players make super teams, not front office making draft picks and trades, but if players actually come together and make super teams, that's a weak move. We had that with LeBron. We had that with KD. And if you know Kawhi would have went there, it would have it been the same narrative. And I say that because we're going to see different circumstances where players do it. For example, when LeBron did it, he did it with, you know, calling up D-Wade, saying, hey, D-Wade, if you stay there, I'm going to bring, you know, me and Chris Bosh, we're going to come. Boom. Then we see KD. Yeah, he lost to a team, a team with the best record in NBA history, and then he went there after they beat him. They didn't win the championship that year. I just want to make, I want to add that. And now, if Kawhi would have went there, we would have never, ever, ever seen three top five players come together on the same team. Never in NBA history would that have been done. And, you know, out of the three, two of them are NBA finalist MVPs. So, when you put all that together, if Kawhi would have went to L.A., the Lakers, that would have been the weakest move in NBA history ever. Three top five players to come together, Reg, and then two of them are like, you know, finals MVPs. That's weak. That would have been weak. And I think Kawhi also knew that, and that's why he couldn't team up with LeBron. 
Uh, we can uh, agree to disagree. I think it's, it's only we only agree or we only disagree. No, nope. it's, it's no gray agree area. Agree to disagree. But um, honestly, I'm 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 kind of happy Kawhi didn't go to the Lakers because mm-hmm. it's just it's more parity in the league. Um, can I ask you a question? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because you was asking me questions. Go ahead, go ahead. Top three duos as the league stands, and you can add KD, even uh, with the injury. If you were to look at all the duos that's been created, there's a lot of them now, which, yeah. I, which I like. But, I love uh, them. Um, top three. I don't want top five. Top three. And I want your stuff from the best to like the, like the number no, one. I'm not gonna. Get, no, you got. You have to. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't, no, ain't no getting out of this. From number one, two, and three. Well, you you should know already who my number one is. You should, but I'm gonna say it anyway. LeBron, AD, number okay. one. Number two, Paul George and Kawhi. Number three, Katie and Kyrie. That's my top three. Mm-hmm. Yes, I left out Harden and Westbrook. I don't think they're going to be all that good. I don't. I don't either. I, I guess we can agree on that. What about Giannis and whoever? Because whoever adds on to Giannis is like you know whoever's Giannis second man. That's a good duo. I feel like. No. Okay. All right. Who's the, who's the second man on Milwaukee? That's what I'm saying. Whoever. No. And really, he can take me and you, and we're gonna be, you know, we're gonna be in the in the finals at least. We're gonna win the East. I actually don't think they're gonna win the East, but we can talk about that a little later. We talking about dynamic duo. Okay. Right okay. For me, I would have to disagree. I would say any team with the best basketball player in the world on it. They're going to be the top duo. So, KD and Kyrie. KD being the best player. A healthy KD is always the best player in the league. Then, AD and LeBron. Note how I said AD before LeBron. I want everybody to know that. And then I would have to say Kawhi and and Paul George. Okay. I don't think... You know... you know what gets me about Paul George, I mean uh, Kawhi, that everybody is talking about, and I think they're forgetting, is that he, even though he's a superstar, I I really can't. His superstar status doesn't really hold weight for me. It doesn't. I'm sorry. It does not hold weight for me. I respect it, but then I find I find flaws in his superstar status. Why? Because he's with the Spurs with Tim yep. Duncan, Tony Parker, Ginobili, then. He went Thank to you. Toronto and LeBron he, wasn't in the East. Then he played against a deflated Thank Warriors you. team. Is that why? Yes, we speak the same language. No, no. If no. you look at that championship that he won with San Antonio, bro, you still have to go out there and hoop. Like, but he wasn't. I mean, he it's didn't. not like he was going against bum defenders. You got Iguodala who can defend still. You got Draymond. I don't think he guarded him. All right, oh, let's let's start with the first. Let's start with the first ring when they beat when they beat. Cleveland, when he was with San Antonio, mm-hmm. you had a Hall of Famer coach. Then you had three Hall well, of Famer was, players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, he was just scratching the surface back then. So he was really like, he was an other. He was an other. Yeah, he just, yeah, yeah. he just had. I think he really. But a lot of people use that as like, oh, he stops dynasties. No, that he did not stop that dynasty because I'm sorry, they had Coach Pop, and he had three Hall of Famers, and then on top of that, like. That system was just an awesome system. Once again, if me and you was in that system, we would probably we would look good. It was so good that I looked up some stats. You know, I told you I had facts. Mm-hmm, Tony, Kawhi, Tim, and Ginobili 
all averaged like you know more than ten points. They all and nobody really averaged. I don't think anybody on that team averaged more than twenty points. Like they all averaged in the teens. Like that's how good the system was. Yeah. All right. So so I can't. I can't. That you know he really only got that because he guarded LeBron. LeBron at his prime. So yeah, I can give it to him. But like Tony Parker was balling out too. He averaged the most points on that team. Who Tony? Yeah. So I got I, I it, that don't hold weight for me. And he comes to uh, he comes but to Toronto at this point. He's a superstar, bro. But how? Because like he been him and his uncle sat him out for some time, you know, because oh we don't trust the team doctors with that respect. He's he's his stats have went up, even though stats can be deceiving. But his stats went up every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, his game has elevated every okay. year. His jumper has. Improved. improved. He doesn't yeah. take more than like five threes a game, but okay. But he knows his game. It's not wrong with that. But it's I, not wrong with that. But I, it's nothing wrong with that. But bro, what I'm saying to you is, how can we like? I think we're so quick to call out somebody to be a superstar, and I'm not trying to take away from Kawhi. I'm just, I'm, I just want to know what's the criteria for being a superstar now? Because honestly, to be a superstar, you gotta beat a superstar. And even with LeBron, even when he he teamed up. With, like, you know, Dwayne and Chris. He had to face San Antonio. He had to face a young OKC. And he lost against Dallas. Like, he was playing against other superstars. KD had to beat, you know, LeBron to get his superstar. I mean, his rings. Kawhi had, yeah, maybe he had to beat LeBron the first time. But he had three Hall of Famers that could help him out with that. And a Hall of Famer coach. And then this last year, he had to face any superstars besides Giannis and the others. Really just Giannis. And then he went to the championship, and then had, he only faced KD, what, five minutes? Come on now. I can't respect what, him. Are you talking what's, about, like, matchups? Yeah, I mean, what's the criteria Like, what's the criteria for a superstar now? Because that's, I mean, I just want to know. Like, right now, the only reason why I would call Kawhi a superstar is because he can impact the game on both sides of the court at a high level. He plays great defense, awesome defense. He plays awesome offense, but yeah, I'm so not that he he's won. Like you can't take away rings because people that's what they do. Oh, he, he has rings. He has to be in the Hall of Fame. Let me ask you this: Just looking at what he did so far, who Kawhi? Kawhi, even with the rings, and then taking somebody, taking like Carl Malone's last few years at U- Utah, or like. Charles Barkley career when he was with Phoenix and he went to the championship. Both of them lost to Jordan. But Carl Malone was a season, seasonal MVP. Went to the finals twice. Lost to the greatest player ever. You take Carl Malone's years and you compare them to Ka- Kawhi Leonard's years. Who would you say is... Who who career would you rather have? Because I'm saying I'd rather have... It depends on who you ask. I'm saying you, Reggie Coleman. Who would you rather have? I, I personally I like to win. You, I think people, all, people want to win. I think all of us want to win, and and I'm not taking that away from. But like, so you, are you saying you would take Kawhi? Yeah, I probably would. I want to win. Carl mm-hmm. had a, a magnificent career. He's I don't want to get this wrong, but I believe he's top five, or maybe he. Yeah, he's like a scorer. Yeah, so he I he's think like number two actually. Yeah. He's somewhere up there. Yeah. And uh, 
Most people would take that. Most people would take Allen Iverson's career. Yeah. Uh, I get it. I get it. I would take Ayaz over Kawhi's any because he hasn't proven that he actually so can win. Now, it's like you don't like you, you're not a hater. You said that. I'm not. I'm, I'm just so I'm just LeBron suspected. is on your list. Let me write this down. Kawhi is on your list. Yes. The people I like, I've always liked. I, I think LeBron for me, he gets my energy only because people in the GOAT conversation, they go straight to him and forget about Kobe. And I think that's the most disrespectful thing that you can do to this game of basketball. Kawhi's on my list because so far, I'm not going to say I'm seeing easy wins as far as championships, but if I'm a player of his caliber, they're kind of easy wins to me. So KD, on the other hand, KD had to work for his. Even with this, work for what? Even with his work rings, for, even with those two rings, because he had to. And and I don't want anybody to get it crazy though. Get don't get confused. If KD wasn't on that Golden State Warriors team, they would have lost to Kyrie Irving and the K- Cleveland Cavaliers. I'm gonna say Kyrie Irving because he saved LeBron's career at Cleveland. So if <laughs> like if, so, KD had to work for those two rings. He went at LeBron. LeBron was scared to play him on defense. We cannot ignore that. Every time KD would come down on offense, hit a bucket, he would be guarding LeBron. LeBron wasn't reciprocating that energy. So I'm just I'm just critical of those two guys. They're great. LeBron is going to be on Mount Rushmore. He's going to be the weakest player. Listen, Mount listen, Westmore. listen. To I'm LeBron's gonna... defense, he hasn't been playing defense for the past like three, four years. So I don't. I wasn't even surprised when he wasn't guarding KD because, like, I understand he's a he's a superstar, Mount Rushmore, yeah, yeah. worthy. But uh, I know it's like ego. You and as fans, you want to see that matchup, like mm-hmm. guard each other. But he would he he would get cooked back in the day. Even when LeBron was playing defense, my man Melo was killing him. So that's the thing. Like I've never actually seen a year where LeBron he's a was- great off the ball defender. That's he the thing. Blocks off the, okay. Off so the we, help. we agree on that because I don't know. I've never, been seen, he's I've never seen him play good defense. If you want me to be honest, like my man Kobe got, you know, he was on defensive like all team, first team mm-hmm. all defense like what twelve times or like nine. Like I mean, he his he was getting defensive awards. Yep. So don't tell me that Kobe's not a two way player. And this is what also gets me upset about the go come. I know we're going on a tangent. But this is how I love Kobe, y'all. I heard Keita was a Kobe fan, too. She is. So, Keita, you'll appreciate this as well. Kobe is the only superstar caliber player who didn't win. Well, I mean, I'm sorry, who won without, like, the other superstar on his team. Like, it was always... But that year, Gasol was on the team? Yes. It was always... Check, hear me out. It was always... Kareem and Magic with Magic with Kareem, Bird and Paris or Bird and Mikhail, um, Jordan and Scotty, you know, Gary and Dumars. I mean, not Gary and Dumars. I'm sorry, Isaiah and Dumars. Um, and then you had Kobe and Shaq, Tim and Tony. Kobe and Gasol. Kobe. Yeah. No, 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 no. He made Gasol. He made Gasol. Because the, the the rumor was, what was the rumor? Kobe can't win without Shaq. Shaq won with Dwayne, D-Wade, and D-Wade won that. Yeah. Kobe won that. And Kobe made Gasol. He made Bynum. He made, you know, 
Farmar. He made those other guys elevate their game. Kobe is the only player in super, like out of all the superstars in our league. You can even go back to Bill Russell and Wilt Chamberlain. They had other superstars. Kobe is the only one who didn't win without with another superstar. That's why he's my number one player to ever play this game. Over over Mike, I love MJ, <laughs> but I I that is just one. And I'm and I'm you know me like uh, that's my guy. Like I, I love MJ, but that's one thing I gotta hold over him. Where we don't know how MJ would have played in his prime without Scotty, hmm. but we do know that with Kobe, and he won two. Could have won three. Shout out to my guy LeBron. Uh, oh my God! Why do you like LeBron? Can you let me know why you like LeBron? I just want to know, like from like, you're LeBron. You, you actually told me that your favorite play was Monte Ellis. <laughs> you actually told me that your favorite play was Monte Ellis. Listen, but why do you like not, LeBron? Listen, listen, listen. Your favorite play is Monte listen, Ellis. There's not many people in this world who likes Monte Ellis as a player, and, you do. and I'm not one of them. Um, whose favorite player is Monte Ellis? <laughs> like, I just don't get it. Like, I would never come out and say, "Yo, my favorite player is Monte Ellis." This is even like, if you ask me, I'll be like, "Here, once again, listeners, this is I'm not going to call my man a liar. My man's not a liar, but he I'm not lying. He he has a loss of memory. One no, day we no. were going home from college to Maryland, and he was driving, and I said, "Yo, like, what's who's your favorite players?" And he actually said he did say CP3. That's been and even though he's a horrible teammate, he said CP3, and then he said, "You That's know, a I, rumor. He's not, he's, he said he's not a horrible teammate. He's a horrible teammate. He That's said." A rumor. And then we was at the gas station. We was at a gas station right before we got back on 95. He said, actually, I'm going to say somebody I like who a lot of players, who a lot of people don't give credit to. And I actually bang with his game, Monte Ellis. Listen to what you said, though. I didn't say favorite player. He's just, okay, all right. Let me clear it up. Are you quoting me? Is that that a quote? That is a quote. So I never said he was my favorite player. That's your guy, though. (laughs) The fact that you said that after CP3 lets me know that, you know, he was, like, up next for you. No, 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 no. He was up, up you next. Didn't, you, didn't, you didn't mention Melo. You didn't, and, and I know you rock out with Melo sometimes, oh, too. Oh, my God. You didn't, But you didn't mention him in that car ride. You said, I'm going to say somebody who yeah. a lot listen, of people don't listen, give credit to, and I actually is. bang with his game a lot, Monte Ellis. And I was like, a lot of people don't give credit to, I bang with his game. It's not my favorite player. He's one of your favorite players. <laughs> no, no. It's okay. Never Marcelo was. My story been very consistent. But why do you like LeBron, bro? Why not? Like, he, he he's the greatest player besides blank, blank, blank. Michael Jordan? But, uh... Would you want to play with LeBron? Do you feel like... Because you... Y'all don't know... I don't know how much they know about you. But Reg was a... He was like an AI when he played college ball. You were supposed to be a point guard, but you're playing 30... You're playing... 40 minutes of the game, college college time, 40 minutes of the game, and you're scoring 20-some-odd to 30 points. You're not going to like playing with LeBron. I feel like if, if you're – Reggie Coleman at his prime playing with LeBron would be, wouldn't be would be Reggie Coleman. You, you would get – he would want to be the point guard. He would take some of your shots away. Yeah. like So, so are you saying Kyrie wasn't Kyrie when he played with him? I think not the way that Kyrie wanted to be Kyrie, and I think that's why he went to Boston. I think Kyrie, mm-hmm. I think Kyrie knew he was holding back a lot. To like, then Kyrie went to Boston, got hurt. They played well. 
Got to the conference finals. Yeah, that's a whole different story. That's a whole different story. I, I feel like then he comes cool. back. Has a good team around him and Kyrie okay. beats Kyrie. But, that, but, the, but Kyrie. that's different though. But that's, you're right. You're right. I'm that's, sorry. I went off. That's on. totally different because Kyrie, because Terry Rozier, he felt as though he was holding back to compensate for Kyrie and you know, you know his superstar status. And then um, what's the other guy named? Uh, Hay- um, Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward. Like he was apparently the coach favorite. Oh so, yeah, he went to Butler. Yeah. So like you know, we got all this stuff that you know the the politics as we want to quote one of our you know former. Classmates and friends, the the politics of the game got in the way of that. But what I'm talking about for you know Kyrie at Cleveland, he had to you know, like hold himself back a lot to compensate for LeBron. Nah, I, I agree. Like LeBron is the most toxic player in as far as superstars. That's why KD nope. said what he said. There's certain people who can't play with him. <laughs> it's just it is what it is. Yeah, that's true. He that's either, true. he either. Makes you better or he makes you worse. There's no in between with playing Le- with LeBron. That's how I feel. Can I ask you this though? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Out of the players who play with LeBron, mm-hmm. after he stopped playing with them, which of them were actually they actually had decent careers? Like for Kobe, I can look at it right now. Paul Gasol had a decent career after leaving Kobe. Trevor Ariza, Ariza, decent career after playing with Kobe. So. What I'm saying is, when they play with LeBron, he's either making them better on that team. Like it's not making them better as a player. But that's and that's further in their career. Like that's not his. That's but that's what you gotta be. That that's that's for me. One, that's that's one perspective. On another perspective, you have to make them better on that current team. Like, right, but what if I, want, you I want you to be better. On, that's a bonus. Like. So and that's what I'm saying. That's what Kobe did. Kobe made Gasol better because Gasol. He, he was in the conversation maybe for All-Star, but he wasn't a bona fide All-Star player. Like, I mean, Kobe had Shannon Brown getting attention. Kobe had Steve, Steve Blake coming from Maryland. We all thought that Juwan Dixon man, was going to be the player. My man, LeBron, had Booby Gibson. Oh, my God. Like, uh, uh, I, wait, I can't even remember. Maybe Larry Hughes, man. That was Larry Hughes was, years. Oh, Gilbert Arenas made Larry Hughes. Okay. What I'm saying is, it wasn't many players to make like better in their career. Like, come on. I feel like, as though on, I feel as though Trevor Anderson Valerie, he's a he's a specialist. Like, I feel as though Trevor Ariza was on the same level or those same caliber players as those players that you just named. But when he finished playing with Kobe, he was st- like, you gotta pay that man. Like, he was still a good player. Like, he had a he went on to have a decent career. And I guarantee you, if you ask Trevor Ariza, I would, I would say like, I would, I would bet seventy percent of my check that he would. And you ask him like, you know, hey, what do you attribute, you know, your success to? He would probably say playing, you know, playing with Kobe and like, you know, just get, like learning how he is, like learning his what he demands from himself and his teammates. Most people, most people would, but not I, gonna I, get that I, with LeBron. Just, nah, nah, don't start. Don't not gonna get that with LeBron. I'm sure people who play with LeBron, most people. Would say like they get his worth ethic. Kobe's like, better. Maybe you never know. LeBron said Kobe had the craziest workout when of they course, played on the USA team. It's the right thing to say. All right, let me ask you this because <laughs> I know you. You. This is your podcast, but I just gotta. I just want to pick you. I came here for this. I appreciate it. It's been a long time coming. Would you pick LeBron over Kobe, and as far as like the goat conversation, and why? If you don't, why? If you do, why? 
Listen. Listen, 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 listen. Kita, please pay attention. And Kobe fans, because I think I'm I think I'm bringing up good points. So would you take LeBron over Kobe? Or Kobe over LeBron? Like which one would you do? I'm listen, I'm taking LeBron because I just want to be the devil's <laughs> advocate. But listen, I just like him as a player. He's all around besides the defense. Like he's an off-ball defense, so the defense is what kind of kills his like overall game. But um I just pick LeBron because he does it all. He he like you say, you say he don't make players better, but he makes players better that's on his team. He doesn't make them better. He makes them better after after whatever team they go after him or when they move on. But he makes them better when they're on the team because, like I said, he had besides the super teams, he had some players who you don't even, I don't even remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why I picked LeBron and Kobe. Kobe, he's. Honestly, he's on that level with Jordan. I, I I say it, but I don't like to admit it. But thank you. I will. It's, it's Kobe and Jordan. Then it's then it's LeBron. Like thank you. You got this recorded on the live podcast. That's all I wanted to hear. But it's them two. Then like he's in his own lane. Maybe KD moving up into that lane with LeBron. So it's, it, that's how it goes for me. But I'm picking LeBron. I'm just picking LeBron. But they're on their own. Like, Jordan and Kobe, they're on their own. All right. Let me ask you this one last question. No, I don't want no more questions. All right. All right. So, like, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So, if if KD, mm-hmm. first of all, I agree with your points about Kobe being above LeBron. I just want to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I hear you. But if KD wins, let's say, two more rings, and he has four four rings, and LeBron doesn't win another ring. Who's going to have a better career in your eyes? I don't like this if talk, but um, well, we, that's part of the world we live in. It is. It is. Part it of is. I'm picking LeBron because KD made the worst, the weakest move in NBA history. So uh, LeBron, I'm picking you. KD, it was a weak move, but if he does win in, in Brooklyn, that that's a major plus in his legacy. But LeBron about to win this year in the, with I don't the think Lakers. Win this okay, year. you say. Well, something. I will say this. I will say this. Number one, KD move wasn't a weak move. And <laughs> if somebody asks me right now, would I leave my job to better myself mm-hmm. in a better situation? I don't care if you're my rival company. That no, listen, I'm a be- before you said, it, it was a great move for him personally, but yeah. as a fan. And as it spectators, a- it was the weakest move in NBA history. But how? Because he became the best player on that team. It would have been a little... Like, that's why I like when Draymond was coming crazy at him. I can't respect Draymond for that. And I rock and out with Draymond. that's why he left. Yeah, and that's why... That's, and and that's honestly, why they would never honestly, be the same. I would have kicked Draymond out of there because you don't do that to the best players in the, in the world. But, like, you just... I mean... Yeah, the best player in the world. Yes, he's over LeBron and Kawhi. There's no person that we've ever seen to score like he does and play, you know... Good defense, you know what I'm saying. Even if he play okay defense, like he can score at will. But for me, man, it's just like if KD put like this: when LeBron moved to Miami and made the first super team in NBA history by players, <laughs> when he did that, we were all giving him flack. But after some time, it kind of like got watered down. Like nobody really talking about that move anymore. I feel as though if KD wins in Brooklyn. 
nobody's really going to be like having that stain on those first two rings and the first two MVPs that he had beaten LeBron if he wins in Brooklyn. Especially if he goes to like if he wins in Brooklyn and plays LeBron in the finals. If the LA Lakers go to the finals, that would be the perfect true. world, right? That's not happening. Listen, Ooh. I hope it happens. I hope it happens too. That's but, uh, great for the game. I don't think it will happen. But let's like it's over. It's okay. over. It's over. It's over. I love this talk. Ah, I don't. I, I hate love it. this talk. I tell him all the time in our group chat, I don't want to debate. I don't want to argue or say anything you know, about basketball with you anymore. Yeah. Every anymore. time I say something, you don't even you actually get quiet in our group chat. Like you just you don't talk to me. And I actually one day I say I become fake busy. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> No, our fake busy guys. Yes, our fake busy. Raz, you should explain to them what fake busy is. Because nah. you actually made that word. It actually should be a word <laughs> in the Webster Dictionary now. Like, you should Google fake busy. Fake busy would be kind of like our guy Rafiq would. <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> for saying I didn't mean to say it. Shout though. out, Rafiq. Uh, fake busy. Like, you're really not doing anything and you have your phone, but you don't respond. Or yeah. you, don't, you don't see what's going on, but you see what's going on. Yeah. And you're not busy because you're not doing anything. You're you say you have a job like RP Tommy from Martin, but um, that's like light skinned girls. Yeah, like what are you doing? You can yeah, respond man. like you're doing nothing. You're I almost went crazy. Yeah, on I'm gonna keep that on Snapchat and somebody will report you. But uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, fake busy is fake busy. Like yeah, yeah, fake busy. It's, it's self explanatory. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, we got we got a friend who who becomes fake busy here and there. Uh, I, I might see him tonight, which is you know Friday night if you're listening right uh, today. But uh, yeah, that's fake busy. Next to it will be Rafiq Williams, mm-hmm. pitcher, ball head, messed up mustache. Sorry, I'm sorry. Dang, my guy Rafiq. Hey, you love to buy a shirt today, but um, we'll see. Uh, yeah. So, anything else you want to talk about, Steve Kerr? Before we wrap, up? I think. Oh yeah, we were talking about that earlier. Steve Kerr came out and said how the NBA should be cautious of what AD did as far as demanding a trade and pretty much boycotting the team that he was on, probably not playing 100%. When you sign, and, and I agree with Steve Kerr because what Steve Kerr was saying in, in all that little interview snippet, what he was saying was if you sign a contract, as somebody who put your name, your name is all you have in this world. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's your name. You put your name on those dotted lines, on that dotted line, then you got to honor that. You have to honor that. And for AD demanding a trade and getting kicked out, he didn't honor that at all. You know, and I think that's what, that is what um Steve Kerr was talking about. And I think, you know, he actually has a great point. Got to honor your contract. Got to honor your word. Jay Z says his his male part and his word is all I had. That's all he said. He did. That's all he said. I, I respect your argument of honoring the contract as you should, but yeah. in today's game, it's it's all about player control, and the players are controlling where they want to go, who they want to sign with, who they want to team up with. And that's the way the league is going. I understand it's a contract. You signed a two-year contract, you, sh- you should be there two years. And then you're a free agent, then you decide where you want to go. I understand all that. But in today's league, they want to win. They okay. want to play with who they want to play with. 
So they're gonna if they AD was there seven years. He won. He his time was up. He felt like so he went. He asked for a trade. It didn't happen when he wanted it to happen, but eventually it happened, and he went to the Lakers with where he supposedly wanted to go. But I'm hearing mm-hmm. like he he may want to play for Chicago Bulls, but that's now, another story. Ask, uh, I don't want yeah. yeah, yeah. Let me ask you this because I and I, I I really only want to ask you this because we're on we're on the air now. Okay. This is the podcast because I actually I gave you this analogy. And I want you to act as if you were a landlord and you had tenants and your tenants came to you and they signed a one year lease. And they said, you know what, landlord Reggie Coleman, we don't like what you're offering us at this apartment. We actually want to go across the street to Mr. Stokeland's apartment complex. Your argument at that point in time was going to be like, I don't care where you want to go. You signed your name on this contract. And I get the league is evolving, the league is changing, but you don't, you shouldn't care where you want to go. You, your name is on this contract, and that's my argument. So, yes. how would you feel if you were a landlord and your tenant said, "Like, I don't want to stay here anymore. I'm at month five, and I signed a yearly lease, but I want to go over there to that complex." Listen, listen, listen. I I I understand your housing example and whatnot. I'm the landlord. You you have to honor that that mm-hmm. lease. In that situation, but like I said, the league has evolved. So, and the owners are working with the players nowadays. Back in the day, like nineteen eighties, nineties, that's not happening. You playing with that team, and you, you're gonna play until your contract is up. But now the league is much different, which is it changes all the time. So, you, but I appreciate that, Reg. But I, all I'm saying is, if we're getting to the point where it's okay to go against or to like we pretty much go against our contract. Like I get the league is evolving. The league has always been progressive with social issues such as you know race relationships, LGBT community. You know, like they've been they've been good with even the name. They don't even use the word owner in the NBA now. They say chairman or governor. Like I get that they've been good as far as women rights. Like they've been so great with that. Bravo to the NBA. You've been progressive. You've been ahead of the ball, eight ball, for a lot of issues. But for the players, number one, also remember that the owners own 51% of the league. Players Association, they only have 49%. So this is still an owner's league. And if we're still if we're at the point now where we're not even going to honor the basics of the job, which is honoring our contract as far as the business side. Then, like, I don't care how much evolved we get. What's the foundation now? Because we're not that. If, if contract agreements are the foundation of any league and or business, like right now, if your job gives you, if your job says, "Hey, we want to have you come on," and you sign an offer letter, that's the foundation of your employment there. So, if we're not honoring the foundation of our employment. Then, what are we really doing? What are we doing? And that's all I'm saying because. And that's all Steve Kerr was saying, like, hey, we getting away from this. We got to be conscious. Like, yeah, this might be a situation, but if, hey, if all 100-some-odd players in the league start having this mentality, we got ourselves a problem on our hands. That's awesome. That's why I agree. What about you? The foundation, Reg. No, I get it. 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 But as long as they allow these players to do what they're doing, players are going to continue to do it. And I, I saw on ESPN or one of them websites, sporting websites, where Adam Silver is going to look into, like, 
player, uh, not tampering, but talking to players before free agency yeah. and whatnot, and coaches talking to players, which is not allowed, but um, he's going to look into it more. They're going to look into it more, the league, to see, like, what's going on, how can they, like, stop, not stop it, but... Control it. Yeah, control it, so things like this won't happen. I, I just don't like agreeing with you. Uh, and I I, do, I respect Steve Kerr, but I don't think he's as good as people would say he is. Stop, stop, stop it. Oh, my gosh. And this is, I don't know how long we got left, but this is what I want to end because I hate that argument. Steve Kerr is not as good as a coach. Let me ask you this, because a lot of people attribute it to Mark Jackson developing that team and, you know, yada, yada, yada. Who was the coach of the Bulls before Phil Jackson took over? I don't know. You got to tell me. Doug Collins. Okay. And the fact that you don't know is a problem. Because you would never attribute um, Michael came in 84. Uh, Scotty came, I think Michael came in 84. 83 or 84. Scotty came in 87. But you would never attribute Michael Jordan, Scotty Pippen, John Paxson, you know, Horace Grant, all their talent to Doug Collins, even though he coached them at one point. You would probably attribute all that. To the six rings that they won with Phil Jackson. So why is it different with Steve Kerr? Why are we saying Mark Jackson made these players? I don't... I, listen. And Phil Jackson... I mean, I don't, Steve Kerr I don't say Mark Jackson made them. A lot of people say that. With I'm just saying... Steve Kerr is, is just not as good as people say. And I say that not because of Mark Jackson. I say that because he's had great teams. And... Uh, you just look at when Luke Walton took over for him for the 21 games. He went 20-1. and one. Like, it's just you have a talented team. Because he was coaching this. You know, right now I, I teach. So right now I can take off a week that we plan on. We, we trying to set up in March. But I can take off a week for a vacation. And I'm expecting my substitute teacher to pick up where I left off. To do everything that I... Hey, sub, you don't got to worry about classroom management because my, my students know how to act. My students know X, Y, and Z as far as, you know, they know how to read and they know how to do certain work. They know that. So when I come back, I'm going to pick up from where I left off because I had a, I had a sub who, would just, who was just taking my place for a period of time and just doing what I usually do because I already told the sub my routine and all that. So my students shouldn't get, you know, lower than what they were when I was gone. And that's, you can't fault... Steve Kerr for putting in a good system that is a winning system because if you look at it, his system is completely dif di different from Mark Jackson. And then Luke Walton come in and actually continues the system and they win. You can't do that. You cannot do that. Listen, we will see if Steve Kerr is as good as he is put out to be this season. That's how I feel. The, this season determines it. Well, it's, it really doesn't determine because he's won yeah, multiple championships. He might be a Hall of Fame coach. But um, what for me personally, I I'll see if he's really as good as he everyone says he is. But um, yeah, yeah. I think I think he's a good coach. I think we need to give him give him credit where credit is due. And when it's all said and done, he's in the same cloth talk with. Pop, Jackson. All right, all right. We're gonna we're gonna end this because I I might have I might even cut that out. I don't know yet. But um, listen, listen. <laughs> He's in that we, we an hour in. Uh, it's been a great episode. Great show. Great show.
But uh, before we go, I really didn't start like being confident on the mic until we started that. Uh, what was it called? Showtime. Showtime Sports. Yeah. At our our college, Newman University. And, you know, student Emmy Award and whatnot, you know. They still didn't give us our individual trophies for that. Sean, we're waiting on it. I might I might send this 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 episode to you personally yeah, and tell you what that. time to hear this shout out. Yeah, yeah but Sean, we need that. We need we that. that. We need that. Um but yeah, that started the podcast journey. Um and it put the podcast in my mind because back then actually podcast was like brand new and I didn't yeah. think of doing a podcast. It was just Oh, we're doing a radio show. Oh, we're doing the TNT type of show at the games. Yeah. And um, now it took me a while to get to it, but I'm I'm doing it now. Podcast, I, I brought on my girl Keita, um, high, uh, high school classmate. She had a podcast, and then I reached out to her like, yeah, I think we will be good uh, as, together. together because it's hard. It's hard to do a one-man podcast. It's hard to talk to yourself. That, that's a special talent. I said it on a previous episode. That's a, it's a special talent to yeah. be able to to talk to yourself and keep it going. Um, yeah, but I appreciate you for start, starting this journey with me. Um, and now you're you're here with me again. Like I said, he was on nightly sports and culture before. Uh, and now it's the playmaker podcast. We just we try to change the game any way we can. Community sports, uh, mentorship. Uh, motivation, inspiration. It's just anything you need, that's what we try to give. Um, before we go, we usually do a get right segment where okay. we give a little inspiration. Yeah, Mine going to be real quick. I don't got much to say. Uh, but it's, like I said, we said in the episode, uh, just let's talk more actions. Do, do more and say less. Uh, you don't, you don't got to showcase everything you do. If you're giving away book bags because school coming up, you don't have... Uh, the world we live in is social media, but you don't have to take pictures. You don't have to post it on Instagram. You can yeah. do it out of the kindness of your heart. And that's what, when it really matters and when it, you know it's true to you. Um, maybe, but if somebody happens to take pictures of you while you're doing it, that's a different story. But you don't have to showcase everything that you do in the community or what you're doing good because even though it's a social media world and everything's on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, uh, that's just showing the highlights, but yeah. you don't have to show that. As long as you're doing it and you know it's coming out of the kindness of your heart and you you know what your purpose is, that's all that really matters. So my get right is let's talk more actions. Um, my get right, let's get it. That was actually good, right? Thanks, bro. And uh, first, before I get my get right, I wanted to give a shout out um, to a special person, aka Dink. My girl hey, hey, hey. got the promotion out there, so congratulations, hey, hey. just uplifting herself. Um, but my get right would be if you're not helping somebody else and you're not giving back, you're wasting your time. And I got that from Will Smith, and um, you know, I live by like I think that should be coded in my DNA because I try to live by that as much as uh, much as possible. If you're not giving back, if you're not helping somebody else's life, you're wasting your time. That's it for me. Okay. So I like that. That was our get right. Um, no playmaker of the week this week. Uh, so I'm going to leave the last one on. Next week, I might have my guy Ryan as the playmaker of the week. You never know. Maybe never know. Could, you never know. But um, before we let you guys go, make sure you follow our Instagram at the Playmaker Podcast. My personal page, which is not important, but Reg underscore the playmaker. 
You can find Ryan at if you want to tell y'all. Ryan underscore Stokeling, and that's S T O K E L I N G. And if you don't know how to spell Ryan, that's a problem. Yeah, and I, I don't know how to spell Stokeling. I spell his name wrong in my uh, phone to this day. I won't change it. But he just told you how to spell it. Um, I, I might listen to it and change it in my phone. I don't know yet. But um, yeah, just check us out. On, we're on all social media outlets, Spotify, uh, you know, iHeartRadio, Apple, you know, wherever you listen to our podcast is on. Um, so yeah, just thank you for tuning in to episode 17. Thank you again, Ryan, for coming from Philly and uh, just hanging out with me for real, for real. It was just a vibe. Um, we didn't vibe. debate. I, I, re- I really didn't debate with you. I just listened. Debated a little bit. Had a couple words and uh, let points. it go. Great points. You do have some great points, but ladies and gentlemen, it's been over an hour. Uh, you know, it's a little long, so you can listen to it in, in segments. But uh, thank you again for tuning in to the Playmaker Podcast. I'm Reggie Coleman. That's my guy, Ryan Stokeland. Thanks, Ray. Thank you again. See you next week. Yeah. I'm a creative, so let me create. Nothing's promised, so I'm awake. 